Hey guys, welcome to the Fed Income Podcast. We've got another episode for you. So this week we spoke about one of the latest Netflix films named The Blood Brothers. It's about Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali and their relationship over the years. So we spoke about firstly our opinion of the film. We spoke about how they still impact today's world and also some personal takeaways that we got from these two massive role models. So we guarantee you guys are going to watch this film straight after the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy. Like that. But I remember I was reading about he got in a fight with his wife. Who did? Muhammad Ali. Yeah. You know, he, um, his wife. And he got in a fight and he goes, I'm the greatest, this, that, you know, whatever. And she goes, you need to humble yourself, boy. You <laughs> know, like you can't keep yeah. saying you're the greatest. Only God's the greatest, you know. And then she got, and they were fighting angry because he, he got cocky. And as soon as you say you're the greatest world heavyweight champion, what? Like, who's going to put you in your place? Yeah. Yeah. But then his wife goes, no, go write down on a piece of paper why you joined Nation of Islam and why, like, you know, this is like Nation of Islam time. And he went and wrote it down. He goes, why? Because I just want to have guidance, you know. I'm just a normal person, this, that. And then he kind of had that, like, humility after writing that. And then he thanked his wife. And then now it's, like, in one of the museums. Obviously, we we all watched the um the recent uh, documentary that came out, documentary movie, whatever you want to call it, Blood film. Brothers, <laughs> uh, film, which featured obviously uh Cassius Clay and Mal- Muhammad Ali, <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Ali and uh, what's it called Malcolm X. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on it, boys. Like, what was your thoughts going into the episode? I know Ali and Ashraf, you both read the um. Wait, have you read it? No, you, I haven't read it yet. You haven't read the autobiography, have no, you? Now I'm so keen. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm or Muhammad? Malcolm. Wait, Muhammad yeah. Ali has an autobiography? Yeah, so many that's talking about it. Actually, I would be yeah. sorry. That's a dumbass question. Yeah, yeah there's countless. Yeah, but it's not as, like, Malcolm X's one is, like, yeah. like proper I famous. A, I think there's a couple different autobiographies by Malcolm X. Because mm-hmm. I was talking about one and the author in the docker, and it was different to the one I've read. Yeah. So I was like, damn, mm-hmm. you know? So how was the one you read, like, compared to the, I think f- it was the Alex, film? Alex Haley. Alex Haley. Um, It was good because it kind of gave more... Uh, understanding of his life like pre-Nation of Islam and stuff like that and also the documentary kind of or kind of documentary only spoke about Nation of Islam mm. and then like the last year or whatever last couple of years when he moved like to Sunni Islam and Hajj but the book actually delved more into Hajj the experiences about traveling around Africa yeah. you know like I learned so much more about his character his time in prison and how like he made the most of it and stuff like that so you really learn more about his own character I want to watch the movie. Yeah. Which movie? He's got a movie, Malcolm. With Denzel. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I want to watch that because I was like, damn, that would be perfect to yeah. watch it. Obviously, don't have enough time before the episode. Yeah. But I wanted to watch it just to get like a reminder on certain things. A lot of it, yeah. Because yeah. you know, the documentary didn't delve into as much as I thought. Same. I like I watched it twice, technically once and a half. Yeah, depending on what you call watching it. But um, like I remember when I got to like 75% of the, ep- um, the actual movie, I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, is this all that's it? You know, because I was expecting, like, like you said, the Nation of Islam took, like, a massive part of it. And, like, the introduction to the episode, it was just more like, yo, Malcolm X was, he had this, like, prehistory before Islam, mm. you know? And obviously, like, actually, Muhammad Ali's one w- wasn't as bad as Malcolm X. So, you see, Muhammad Ali, they delved into the whole Cassius Clay beer and, mm. like, life before who he actually was. Mm. But I think life after Muhammad Ali wasn't as good. Like, with um, Malcolm X, they spoke in depth. Or they like went into depth in regards to like him, his after his fallout with Elijah Muhammad and all that. 
You know, well, Cassius Clay, they just, Muhammad Ali, they just said mm -hmm. that he's just good friends with him and he was his follower. Mm -hmm. But it was more like, yeah, Malcolm X died and then Muhammad Ali was following him. Elijah died. And then that was sort of like towards the end of the episode. Yeah. And that was like pivotal moments in his life. Yeah. So I feel like with that one hour, however long it was, it wasn't as informative as I would have expected it to be. I don't know if I was going into it with like... Expectations? Yeah, high expectations. Did you enjoy it though? Like overall? Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. No. You didn't enjoy it? No. And, you, okay. you've, and you've read the biography, yeah? No, you I like haven't. I'm one of those fake fans that just has it like lying oh, on my bookshelf. Okay. Just show people. Yeah, do you like <laughs> learning more about Malcolm and Muhammad? Or yeah, not really? I, I look up to them highly. Well, I really look up to them highly. Okay. Think about this right now. Muhammad Ali is... Like, you know how he spoke about crying and stuff on previous episodes? I deadass actually cried when he passed away, Muhammad Ali. Okay, so wait. I'm not, saying not, not to call you out there. Yeah. So, the figures in your life, yeah. you haven't read either autobiographies? Have you watched either of their movies? Um, no. So, you ha you're like, don't know a lot about their life. But there's still lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Lessons are enough to kind of say, but I, like, you can take one quote or one thing he said and it's like, yeah. that's enough. You don't have to know everything about their life. For sure. But you haven't like delved into it. No, not really. Okay, okay. No, not really. But I think from a, like a figure point of perspective and as like a role model point of perspective, there's certain aspects of their lives which like I take into high regard. Yeah. Mm. Like for example, Malcolm X's quote in regards to um, if you don't stand for anything, you fall for anything is one of my quotes that I live by in terms of it's like my mantra going through life thinking about like I need some sort of purpose. Like mm. there's certain aspects of their lives which I hold to a high standard. So. You know, Muhammad Ali, just his... Like, I love his attitude. Like, the whole I am the greatest attitude. I have a TikTok account, a fake TikTok account named I am the greatest because of him. It's just you know? self-belief, man. Yeah, it's, it's like just a like different level. their personality inspires me. But I haven't, you're right, I haven't really yeah. delved into who they maybe are. Maybe that's why you probably didn't enjoy it as much. Like, I've read Autobiography and watched the movie of Malcolm. Yeah. I watched a couple movies on Muhammad Ali and a couple 30 for 30s for sure. on Muhammad Ali. So I know, I know a bit more about it. And I did some study when we did the top five Muslim athletes. Yeah. So I know a bit about Muhammad and Malcolm and stuff like that. But I enjoyed the doco because it gave light on different things. Like? Like, th so their brotherhood. Because I knew they were, like they know each other at the same time, but I didn't know how close they were. When Malcolm invited him to his house, when Malcolm went to Muhammad's house, you know, when uh, before the fight, Sunny Liston, Malcolm mm, was there, mm. you know, and then like why I was trying to guide him and then afterwards. Yeah. So it gave like a light on how close they actually were. Which I really, mm. that was a big takeaway for me. Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> now actually discussing a little bit, one thing I'm starting to realise is I'm looking at the documentary as like, I'm trying to be informed from both their individual lives. But that's not what the documentary is about. It's about their both their, like how they met in the middle. Because that's not discussed a lot, you know what I mean? Mm. They're looked as two separate figures at a pivotal point in time, mm. you know what I mean? Who had big impacts in like the whole the civil rights, the whole racial injustice and all that kind of stuff during America. Um, but yeah, I think it's the perception thing at that time. Um, but you know, one point of the documentary that like really, really got me, really, really got me, is you know when Malcolm X's um, daughter is speaking about, not Malcolm X's daughter, um, Muhammad Ali's brother, later on towards the end of the documentary, not to spoil it for people that are listening right now, but when he goes um, about his rela Muhammad Ali's relationship with Malcolm X and he mm -hmm. goes, I deeply regret it. If I could say sorry, I would. Yeah. You know, and I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, damn. One of his regrets. His biggest regrets. How about uh, you, Ali? Because you've haven't read the, like watched the, you watched the movies on them? Um, Muhammad Ali, I think I've seen like those mini documentaries on YouTube yeah. and stuff. But Malcolm X, I just knew of the guy. I didn't know anything actually. I just mm -hmm. knew like he's a big public figure, but that's it. 
I thought, okay, this documentary is going to teach me a lot. But then it did only focus on his relationship with Muhammad. And Nation of Islam, because those years. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's something, like now I'm super keen in like looking into him more. You have the book, I'm going to borrow it 100%. Mm. And just what's fascinating about Malcolm is, as well is like, for example, his prison time, like when he was reading until like 3 a.m., he was reading in his cell and how much like knowledge changed his life and the impact he made on other people. Like, that just shows that, like, knowledge is power. Mm. Like, what he can do, like... Yes, there were some, like, rights him and Muhammad didn't have. Like, for example, they said, Muhammad, when he won the gold medal in the Olympics, he went to the... Was it the bar or some other place? The cafe. Cafe. He went to go buy something, wearing his gold medal on his chest. Mm. And then the guy's like, oh, no, we don't serve your kind. Yeah. yeah. And he just won a gold medal for his country, yeah. yet... He still looked down. He's respecting them, yet they said, get yeah. out of Is this uh, the segregation bit, yeah? Yeah. When mm. they said, like, this is like Came a white... from the Olympics. Yeah, so it's, it's just a white bar. Yeah. Nah, that's crazy. That's yeah. I feel like yesterday, because, uh, like, you, haven't wa- you don't really watch Malcolm and Muhammad, like, as frequently, it was giving me goosebumps when they were talking. Yeah. Who was speaking? When Malcolm. Okay. Whenever Malcolm talks, because maybe I know more about him, and actually, like, I resonate with him a lot because, like Ali was saying... He he's not one of those like sometimes people when they're growing up everyone sees them as intelligent or they see them as wise but he kind of taught himself all of that like his brother Muhammad Ali's brother was saying Malcolm's a genius and you don't use that word lightly no, you don't. I don't call anyone a genius like I'm not using that because mm-hmm. Malcolm was a genius and the guy was in his thirties mm-hmm. he died at thirty nine so this is him in his thirties and people calling him a genius people say, but he died fifty five years ago. And we're still talking about him today. Yeah. And there's a reason he became so like poetic in the way he talks. Or so articulate and so intelligent. And it's also it's something like there's a gift to it. But it's also something you can kind of attain if you follow the same thing he did. Like he always says, read as much as you can. Learn. Learn to communicate. Yeah. Become a better. Like do what. Do what um, learn to speak to the people. Mm. For the people. You know, and it's like because you can kind of attain it, maybe not to that status, but even something similar. I always like resonate because like I want to improve in that way. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Isn't it trippy how, like, just people like Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X, how their legacies or themselves or their persona live way beyond their actual time? Mm. Like, I'm, when you know the whole thing, like during the documentary, obviously everyone knows about like Malcolm X's assassination. That's a like famous part of his story. But I'm thinking about it, like, when they put it in context with everything that's going on at the moment, you know how... Like, I didn't know prior to this that Muhammad Ali sided with, like, Elijah Muhammad against Malcolm Same. X. Like, I didn't mm. know about that, you know? And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, going back to the whole genius thing, like, how genius... Like, how wise... Not even wise, bro. Like, how strong in your beliefs do you have to be? Yeah, and this is not on nothing religious or anything. Like, believing in what's true to you. Yeah, yeah do you have to be... When you see one of the most famous guys like Muhammad Ali joining against the same person you realize there's faults in, like in Elijah mm. Muhammad, you know, realizing, hey, this is not the type of ideology that I'm trying to be on. And he goes and steps away and goes, nah, but I still really believe in this. And then the bit in the episode or in the documentary when, you know, when, um, I forgot where it was, but Muhammad Ali and um, it's called Malcolm X passed each other at one point. Yeah, in Ghana. Ghana, that's wow. where it was. When they passed each other and then he popped back in the car. Basically, Muhammad yeah. Ali didn't acknowledge him that much. And that's where he was just crushed. Like his yeah. soul was crushed. He's like, I'm actually alone. Like mm. it's me against the world. Like he's been pushed aside. So. No one's with him. And this guy went, like he went traveling across the world just to figure out like true Islam by himself. Like mm. meeting other people around the world. It's just fascinating. But he was on the hack. 
Like he was yeah. actually on the right path. Yeah. And that's why Muhammad Ali regretted it later on. He's like, obviously he was young and stuff like that. And maybe naive. But then he's like, damn, you know, that's that's one of my regrets. It's like, mm. subhanAllah, man. But like, like a test of character as well. Like how true do you have to be for you to be like, hey, that guy over there, Muhammad Ali, who's probably one of the most well-known figures of all time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, he's up there all time, you know what I mean? To be like, hey, regardless of what Muhammad Ali... Bro, just even in like like friendship groups and stuff, if the popular kid says something to you, because you're running with him, do you get what I mean? Regardless yeah. of what your morals and stuff you're are. You're convinced. You know, or like nowadays in inst- on Instagram and stuff, you know, if a person's got way more followers than you, you know, you're sure. just like, it's the whole popularity thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, nah, even if it is Muhammad Ali, this is true and I believe to it, regardless, it is what it is type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing where later on he comes back to his home and he gets bombed. Yeah, and he just dusts himself off and he goes, you could smell the smoke. Yeah, from what do you call it? From his house, the the fire house, and that's where he gets like sort of shocked. So it's like th- there's reasons as to it doesn't surprise me. People like that are remembered on later on. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? Because when there was no one around, they were still true to who they actually were. Mm. So it it it, sp- it speaks numbers, bro. What yeah. I really does. But I think there was too much of like because maybe the time of their connection and life, like when he passed away, Malcolm X. There's so much Nation of Islam stuff, mm. and I didn't realize how big. Like, I didn't realize Nation of Islam was still around today. Because obviously I'm not in America, mm-hmm. and you know. But I was like, damn, people are still like, you know. Following it. Following it, mm-hmm. preaching it. And I'm like, obviously Muhammad Ali left. But it wasn't like crystal clear that he left Elijah Muhammad. Like, after Elijah Muhammad passed away, he's like, no, Nation of Islam is wrong. I'm going to go to Sunni Islam. I'm going to accept the haq and I'm going to follow this mm-hmm. path. It wasn't like crystal clear in the docker. Sure. And for a lot of other people, maybe who aren't Muslim, it's like, is Elijah Muhammad actually on the truth? Mm. Yeah, that's another you know? thing. The possession of Islam has become a bit, you know... Because every single person I was talking about was from the Nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. There's like four or five guys, yeah. all of them are Nation of Islam. And I'm like, come on, man. But Malcolm and Muhammad Ali both passed away, you know, on a completely different part of the Nation of Islam. Why didn't you get their perspective? Like, I saw, or Ali sh- said there was a photo of Muhammad Ali when he passed away. Hamza Yusuf was holding the... Mm-hmm. Um, the, b- the, the body, the coffee, the coffee, the the coffee, coffee yeah. yeah. Who's holding it? Yeah, I remember that day, June six. Yeah, but I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I've never seen the photo. Yeah. But then when I heard that, I'm like, damn, you know, like maybe Hamza Yusuf wouldn't want to come on the docker. But why not try to get like scholars like Omar Suleiman's a big preacher for Malcolm X. He was speaking there that day. I'm pretty sure Umar Suleiman spoke at Muhammad Ali's. Uh, Muhammad Ali's uh, funeral. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. But um, can we fact check that by the way? But uh, Omar Suleiman <laughs> is a big preacher for Malcolm X because he goes. The African Americans claim Malcolm X. Nation of Islam claim Malcolm X, like they were saying, genius stuff. Yeah. But he goes, Malcolm X doesn't even want to claim either. He wants to claim Sunni Islam's yeah. us. Mm. Why yeah, don't we claim him? Why do we keep calling him Malcolm? Malcolm X. That's not his name. That's not a name he lived by. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't as public and stuff. But it's like he changed his name. He changed his belief system, and we're not even claiming him. It's like yeah. why aren't these guys, these guys like us or whoever, like Omar Suleiman, being on these docker and saying Malcolm? You know, after Hajj was doing this, was yeah. doing that. Mm. Same true. with Muhammad Ali. Depends who was running the documentary as well. So you can't like. Yeah. But I also understand the nation of Islam's um, um, involvement. I'm not in said it? like a white person. <laughs> nation of Islam's um, like their their whole idea why they sort of stuck to it. You know what I mean? Because, and I'm saying this from pure ignorance because I haven't delved into it as much. But like my understanding is like, in a country which stripped away their basic rights. Mm. You know what I mean? They found something to give them some sort of like purpose. You know sir, what I mean? Sir. Like, like you know, there's there's a certain part in the documentary which spoke loud. 
Like it was loud. You know the whole bit where what's the guy's name? He's the chief Malik Shabazz or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that guy is. The guy that's continually speaking on the documentary. And he goes he gave these black people what do you call it, uniform. It made them not drink pork. No, yeah. no not eat pork, drink alcohol. It brought discipline like to their life and like a, a certain like order. Do you know what I mean? So then they never found that out anywhere. And the whole thing with he says it one of the uh God, I know his name. Was his name Rahman? He's, he's the leader that was wearing the FOI and the full yeah. like army. What was his country. name again? I'm not too oh, sure. He's got a long name. Yeah, he's got he had a long name. Supreme yeah. leader of the world. Let's and call the him universe. the supreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's call him the supreme leader. Yeah? yeah, that guy there basically essentially told them this brought us discipline. And in regards to like Elijah Muhammad, he goes half of these guys were fatherless and they looked at, looked up to him as a father figure. So, so the whole like religion and the whole like just life. Yeah. The line was a bit blurred. It gave them something to stand for, like yeah. you said. I yeah. was just going to say, they just gave, like, it was an opportunity for them where it's like an ideal scenario where it's like, yeah, the, the, the white people aren't, like, they're obviously treating us bad. They are the, they are the devils. Like, mm. it, like, they were convinced in that way where it's like, mm. we should be treated, like, equally or if not superior. Mm. So they did get convinced by Elijah Muhammad yeah. that it was an ideal lifestyle for them. Yeah, I just would have loved to see like someone else's perspective on it of because course. that time where it's like 63 to 65 for Malcolm before he passed away those last couple of years or Muhammad Ali's last couple of years he that he wasn't on the path of Nation of Islam so if they kind of like made that more clear mm. I just would have liked them more because I want to hear that kind of stuff mm. it's actually very fascinating to hear what Muhammad Ali used to do because he used to t- be often communicating with Hamza Yusuf and the sheikhs in Was the he? states oh, wow. yeah because they said um, he used to like he was on that kind of path. We would talk to them, ask for advice. You know, a lot of those kind of um, scholars in the US. And Malcolm was the same way. He was going around the world trying to find like all the Muslim leaders. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to hear like more about that from their perspective. Mm. Believe so it or not, you know what's actually sorry, sorry, to finish okay. You know what's actually funny? They actually said it themselves in the documentary. They go, um, and I don't know who it was. One of the white guys on there was explaining how Muhammad Ali's life post Nation Islam was a bit blurred, yeah, and not blurred, it was sort of um, advertised in a way that it actually really wasn't, he was known as just a figure, there was nothing more to Muhammad Ali, you know, but if you're going to say that, then at least depict his life afterwards, you know, mm. you have the ability to go find his house in Louisville, you know, I mean, you can at least go find, I don't know, something like, more to his life after thing, because mm. later on, not many people know post, all you remember Muhammad Ali is what, his Parkinson's disease, mm. what else, like he went and lit up the torch at one of the Olympics, so little yeah. stuff like that like they, you're right they could have probably delved into that i know how documentaries work as well they just want what's juicy you know and sometimes they go and they record with someone for an hour so even maybe muhammad ali's brother could have said something like when he left elijah this happened but mm. they cut it yeah you know like even That's his true. kids yeah, malcolm's kids could have been like yeah when they left nation this is what happened or muhammad ali's kids would have been like yeah he she might have said muhammad ali realized he was on the truth when he left nation of islam but they just cut it yeah, for them cut, it's cut, like cut. unnecessary. Yeah, it's not as juicy as like attracting mm. more listeners. Because mm. I feel like for n- neutral listeners as well, listen maybe trying to find out more about the two brothers, it was a bit like they m- they're probably missing out on a lot. Mm. And especially for me as well, like Muhammad Ali, for example, like he, he said leaving Nation of Islam. I was kind of looking ba- back to the documentary trying to find like d- more detail from yesterday because. I thought maybe I missed something, but mm. they just didn't mention it as much detail. Because the only thing is Muslims like us would question and say, did he ever come mm. to the Haq? Or Malcolm, was he only on the Haq for like 
six months or something was he ever on it you know so that's mm. the only thing what's like people who don't know a lot about them yeah. will just question it more and these guys nation of islam are putting the idea in their heads yeah you know 100 percent. why why do you look up to either muhammad ali did you look up to either one of those two i look up to malcolm more okay why only because like so i was learning about muhammad ali as well like muhammad ali had the charisma obviously he's like he was lovable he had the confidence and stuff like that but i remember i was reading about he got in a fight with his wife who did muhammad ali yeah you know he um his wife and he got in a fight and he goes i'm the greatest this that you know whatever and she goes you need to humble yourself boy you <laughs> know like you can't keep yeah. saying you're the greatest only god's the greatest you know and then she got and they were fighting and because he, he, he got cocky and as soon as you say you're the greatest world heavyweight champion what like who's gonna put you in your place yeah. Yeah. but then his wife goes no go write down on a piece of paper why you joined nation of islam and why like you know this is like nation of islam time and he went and wrote it down he goes why because i just want to have guidance you know i'm just a normal person this that and then he kind of had that like humility after writing that and then he thanked his wife and then now it's like in one of the museums but it was more about oh that's like being kept yeah so a whole paper that he had to write like as a reflection like a journal yeah and then Muhammad Ali at the end of his life was saying like, I realized that, you know, my gold medals and my world heavyweight champions is nothing really in God's eyes. All that's important is my character and what I left for people. And like this guy used to say, I'm the greatest. And that's what everyone remembers that he was like, I'll use the word cocky or confident, you know, because yeah. that's what he was. That's boxing. You have to believe you, could, you are the greatest. If not, you're not going to be successful. That's what he's known for. Mm. But that's, and then it's like, but that's not how he ended it. Mm -hmm. You know, but because a lot of his career is very well known for like fighting and stuff like that, that doesn't link with me. But to be like an effective and uh, effective communicator and to spread wisdom and stuff like Malcolm, that's something like I'd want to do. Mm, do you get it? Yeah. Where it's like I can't, I'm not going in a ring and becoming a sports star. For sure. And I can't, like, me resonating with it, there's characteristics like, okay, maybe the confidence, maybe the belief in myself, I can do that. But Malcolm, it's like, I can be Malcolm. Or I can be a quarter of who Malcolm was. Yeah. Muhammad Ali, I can't be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like you can't you can't look up to him because you don't resonate with him to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. But there are qualities of his that you definitely do resonate with so, that you could look up to. Yeah. But Malcolm, like because me growing up in school, mm -hmm. I was I was good I was smart, you know, but I wasn't a genius. But then Malcolm taught me like you can become more intelligent. For sure. Do you get it? Like yeah. he's known as a genius. If you met him at 20, you wouldn't say this guy's going to be one yeah. of the smartest people. There's a difference between academic and genius. Like, I uh, saying book smart and... Yeah, like, basically, like, I, w I don't know about Malcolm that to that yeah. degree, but I, he wasn't an academic, per se. You know what I mean? But oh. he was genius in terms of how smart and, like, critical... It was a very... It was a high critical thinker. No, he was academic. He was, he was academic? Hamza, Hamza Yusuf says the books that Malcolm read when yeah. he was in prison, I have no idea how he read it. Those yeah. books are high intellectual philosophical books and stuff like that did he have an education no um, he taught himself how to read he went he went See, that's what just yeah, this is that's just yeah i was gonna say um i think something when he went to a high school or something a school i can't remember i don't want to say specifically um he was known as one of the smartest kids at his school mm. and he was like aspiring to become a lawyer but then the teacher said something on the lines of like oh you shouldn't bother because they don't accept people like you and then I think that just... As in he's, been bl he's black? Mm. Yeah, so then after that, he just went on back onto the streets and then yeah, you know, history, the rest was history. He probably was like, had a certain level, but to get to his level, you have to put in the work. Exactly. And that's what I really loved about Malcolm because 
his life is something you can kind of like look up towards and trying to like uh, emulate. To. You can't. I'm not going to become world heavyweight boxer. Yeah. You know, mm. but there's other areas of Muhammad that I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. Mm. I'm with you on that. What, what are we, Ali? You? What about you? <laughs> I answered it at the start when okay, I was talking um, about how I look up to Malcolm much more. Well, I do look up to Malcolm. See, this is the thing, yeah. There's, like I said before, there's certain quotes about Malcolm that just that I've come across that I look up to. Bro, legendary, ex-legendary. Where do you think the X came from? Serious? Yeah, handy, bro. <laughs> when mad. I used to make my name on Facebook. That must have been from after you watched the documentary or something. But <laughs> 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 before when I was a fake fan. <laughs> um, but Muhammad Ali, just his like charisma and his like personality. I locally think like I have that sort of like I try to like emulate that confidence that he has. You know, that cockiness okay, in bro. sport, <laughs> in and out, that type mm. of thing. But other than that, not much to be honest. Mm. I reckon for me, like not I don't know too much about Malcolm X, but what I seen from him was like his self belief in his values as well. Like just no matter what happened in his life, people pushing him away, you know, Nation of Islam, Elijah Muhammad, even his one of his good friends, Muhammad Ali, he was pushed aside by himself, like, you know, travelling the world by himself as well, trying to find the truth. It just it made me like want to believe more in my values and not being even like the ability of getting like convinced in other ways, like pushed around. It's it's hard to explain, but like I think to myself, because you're in this world, you're by yourself. Obviously, you follow Islam. You have to be strong in your values. You don't want to try to get pushed like um, what is it? Convinced from other people, you know, from social media or like influencers and all that. Like whatever's trending and all that you need to just stick by your values and what you believe so you link more with malcolm yeah i'll say malcolm yeah like we're all malcolm <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not it's just very interesting yeah. Yeah. in the middle type of thing yeah, yeah. even me because muhammad ali like there's so much more to also his life like to if you want to talk about stands for something there's no one that stood for something more than muhammad ali the world heavy heavyweight champion of the world the highest regard you can have he lost, he got stripped his title because he didn't want to go fight in the Vietnam War. Vietnam like, War, yeah. Ma- Malcolm, he stood for Islam and he went around and studied, but there was, like, what did he lose in that process? For mm. example, he lost his friends and maybe his um, local name, but Muhammad Ali was the most popular man in the world. He lost so much more. Do you get yeah. it? And he stood even further. He's like, n- they said, you'll go to prison. He's like, I'll take it. Because he believed in what he believed in so much. Yeah. So he would even go to so prison that's for th- it. If you want to talk about like self-belief and standing for something, that's all like, like he's regarded as like one of the greatest athletes of the 20th century. For mm. sure, for but sure. But I even remember um, in the autobiography that spoke about Malcolm, he had a like a, because he obviously got his house um, like destroyed or vandalized, he had a feeling that he was going to die. Malcolm? Mm. Yeah, so it's not in the documentary, but he talks about it like he told his family like, you know, I think, you know, that th- they might try to assassinate me and that got, like, see how the FBI was on the ball with all their phone calls? That got tapped. So the FBI even wrote it. I know about that, yeah. And then that was one of the only times he brought his daughters to, s- to hear him talk. He never really brought his wife or his daughters and stuff. He kind of just went alone. And that was one of the only times because he kind of wanted to spend time with them. And then halas. Because he had a feeling, yeah, his minutes yeah. were up. That was in the other documentary. You know the one we... Who killed Malcolm X? Who killed Malcolm X. Yeah. I remember hearing something about that. Did how you watch like it with me? The first half. I yeah, watch like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're even allowed to speak. About it. 
That was funny. That was bad. That was funny. Um, but yeah, I've, I ended up finishing the rest on my own or something like you that. Did? So I never finished it. The, the FBI aspect, you know how the FBI was basically onto them. Sorry. And that was a funny concept they spoke about in the actual documentary. And it made me remember about the the other documentary. The whole thing about how while the whole nation is slammed, there was a massive divide between them. The FBI was, they were always alert. They were always on top of what was going on. But they weren't actually doing anything themselves. They just basically let a fight in between those, the, the two people in the nation is like between Elijah, between Malcolm and mm. uh, Muhammad Ali, rather than intervening and causing a directly fight. So it looked like it was an in-home fight type of thing, in-house thing. It's just type of, that was So FBI just watched. Because honestly, they Not watched, but then obviously 100% they were plotting and planning as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You, can, you can't trust the FBI yeah. like that. But it was more so, they didn't directly like try charging them or doing something or, you know, that type of thing. Gone but out of their it way. Because like Martin Luther King's speech was like 1963 you know around that time and stuff and then it was just so much of the like black uh, lives matter you know rights activism and stuff throughout those years malcolm was just becoming too powerful they were saying mm. i remember the fbi was like scared of what malcolm could become because malcolm was going overseas and getting like leaders around the world he went to the un it's like it's networking yeah if he created like a he got global support mm. who can stop him that's true that is really really true it's like damn it's, G, it's making me J to go watch some YouTube videos. I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos. Interesting, man. On him, yeah. On him and Muhammad Ali. It's I'm like Ali. I might read the autobiography yeah, for I'm keen. Yeah. The Malcolm one, for sure. Yeah. It's not even my copy. And you understand, you kind of understand, like, why, the, like, till this day, African-Americans are reverting to Islam, like Stephen Jackson. He's, like, he loves Malcolm X, man. He posts him, like, almost every week. There's, like, a uh, quote or something. <laughs> and and it's I, like I, five years ago. And, like, I've seen it, I'll be like, yeah, whatever. But now it's like, I understand the impact he makes on his life and yeah. how connected you feel to him, yeah. especially when you revert to Islam. Yeah. Was it Kaepernick that took the knee? Yeah. Yeah, so Kaepernick has a camp where he, um, like, trains kids and everything, stuff like that. Every single kid that comes to the camp, he gives the autobiography of Malcolm X to no. Yeah, he goes. It's a rule. You have to read it if you want to come to the training camp. Oh, oh, shit. oh, <laughs> oh my god! He probably's got an endorsement deal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> of what? <laughs> but it's like Stephen Jackson. Even, but yeah. there was a lot of nation of Islam. Did you see like the FOI on there? Yeah, what's FOI? I googled it. It's fruit of Islam. As in, they are the fruit of Islam. That's what that's what they use, and there was like a term just for like. Um, like the fruit, like the the blessings of Islam and the protectors of the religion. They're, they're and stuff considered like that, like that label is considered like the security of nation of Islam. That's why they're wearing that. A lot yeah, of them are wearing. So not that. everyone wears FOI. No, more like the people that so, are yeah. protecting, protecting like Elijah and stuff. Yeah, like you see, like all of them are in kind of like army, kind of close. Even my dad was telling me a story. He was in New York, him and my mum, and he's just walking around, and they say Salam alaikum, of course, stuff because they're Muslim, you know, and then. Oh, uh, yeah, they're Muslim. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they're like, Salaikum to my dad. Mum's wearing a scarf, this, that. And he's like, Salam, they're talking to him. And then the guy's like, um, you know, where are you from, this, that. And my dad's like, uh, Australia. He's like, what about you? He's like, oh, I'm from here, you know, I'm from Harlem. I'm a five percenter. What's a five percenter? <laughs> my dad's like, what the hell's a five? My dad's traveled the world and my mum. But imagine a Muslim coming to you. He's like, yeah, I'm a five percenter. Like he's trying to say he's five percent Muslim. <laughs> 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 no, but that's the thing. I was like, what the hell is a five percent? And my dad's like, he explained it to me, but just went out the other ear, like, you know. So did you end up finding what a five percent? I Googled is? it. Let me tell you what it is. 
Oh, you found it? Yeah, I just Googled it. So I Googled... Who says I'm a 5%er? <laughs> <laughs> what is a 5%er? That's not funny. That's not convincing, bro. <laughs> so they said members of the group call themselves Allah's 5%ers, which reflects the concept that 10% of the people in the world know the truth of existence, and those elites and their agents opt to keep 85% of the world in ignorance, and under their controlling thumb, the remaining 5% try to guide the rest of the world. We're on some good crack, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> strong, man. <laughs> I was like, subhanAllah, That's man. That's crazy. But it's such a, like, it's still a thing. Like yeah, they yeah. were in New York and boom, someone's like, yeah, I'm a 5%er. In the documentary, there was a mosque that said Nation of Islam above it. Mm-hmm. And like to us, it's like, because we hear Malcolm and we hear Muhammad leave it and we're like, Elijah Muhammad, you know, like obviously he's not a prophet and stuff like that. We're like, you know. Well, they believe that. Though. Yeah, but w- to us, it's like, there's so much like, because we see the bigger picture. Mm. You know, like that's what happens when Malcolm and Muhammad were on Hajj. Yeah. So like, how am I supporting this guy? Like, I was telling uh, my family, it's like, Muhammad Ali goes and goes, the white man's the devil. He's on Hajj. A white man, um, he, bumps bu- he bumps a white man. The white man goes, oh, sorry, sorry, forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> Muhammad Ali would be like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's in a place where he's not used to Because if you see like Arabs, like Lebanese or uh, other Africans or even Europeans, mm. like, uh, hopefully if you're on Hajj you're not, you don't care about race like I don't know yeah. in the 60s or 70s but it's like a peaceful thing so you go there and you're like we all look the same we all you know mm. and then you kind of find the haq but yeah. a lot of these guys who don't have the opportunity to go on Hajj or travel or travel and meet Muslims in Africa or meet Muslims in Europe like yeah. how many Arabs you know only I think in the because uh, we have some cousins that live in the States a lot of them came from like Palestine they came from Syria and stuff like that they came in the 70s and the 80s. Mm. So in the 50s, 60s, there wasn't like Arabs walking the streets that are saying, I'm Muslim. And my dad even said in the 90s here, it was very difficult to get like an English Quran. Yeah, It wasn't easy. It wasn't translated. Yeah, so because of that in the 50s and 60s, imagine trying to get a Quran. So Elijah Muhammad and these groups can kind of like, maybe I'll use the word like manipulate, change the Quran to be like, in their favor, they only have to quote certain A's. No one's gonna. S- how many A's in the Quran? It's like six hundred pages. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna be like, you know, tell me every page. Yeah. You only yeah. have to hear certain bits. And that, that could be enough to like convince those people. And they've yeah. manipulated the ones. And like you said, they needed something to stand for. Mm-hmm. They needed structure in their life, and that's what Nation of Islam gave them. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, they didn't have it other than that. It's same as uh, Muhammad Ali. That's why he, when he changed his name, I didn't know how confident he was when he changed his name. Yeah, yeah. No, he was hella confident. Bro. I didn't know that. That was one of the things that you remember about him. Like you've seen that famous clip where the guy, um, who, I forgot who his opponent was at the time, but he was trying to taunt him. And then after he goes to him, I'm going to call, hey, Cassius. He goes, you will say my name. And he goes, hey, Cassius. He goes, you will say my name. And he kept on calling him Cassius. And he goes, after I knock your ass out, you'll definitely pronounce my name as Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that clip? No, I haven't. That's like, uh, I just heard it yesterday in the doctor. Like, oh, then he was saying like, what's my name? Yeah. In the yeah. fight, yeah. In the fight, he goes, what's my name? What's my name? Damn. And he's known for that because he believed in it that much. Yeah. yeah. but That's conviction, man. And to go to that extent, it's like, subhanAllah. Mm, you know, that's what, because they didn't have that. It's like, he even said, he goes, I'm sixth generation of Cassius Clay. Yeah. And that was like my uh, slave owner's name. Mm. And then when they change their name and Elijah gives them another name, it's like, this is your natural path. And a lot of them realized like, a lot of Stephen Jackson and Muslims that are coming now, they're like, when they find out now in 2010, 2020, their ancestry, when they came from Africa, they're like, we came from West Africa. We came from Central Africa. We were Muslims. We came here and it was the like white man's religion, Christianity that they taught us. That's why Muhammad Ali, he goes to the church with his agent. Uh-huh. He goes to the church with his agent. 
they, they sing the exact same songs. Yeah, he's confused. And the, and the what's his name? Who? The leader of the church. The supreme leader. <laughs> oh, you talking about the priest? Yeah, the priest comes up to him. He goes, yeah. "You have to get out of the um, church." It's not, like, for, it's not for people like you. He's not for people like you. He's <laughs> like, what type of religion's this? You know, we sing the same songs. Why can't I be here? Exactly. And that's yeah. why when they realize, like, you know, the white man, the slave owners took our religion. This is our natural religion. Mm. That's why, like, Kyrie, Jalen Brown, and whatever, Stephen Jackson's are all interested in it. They found, like, a, a reason to side with Islam. Yeah. It's crazy, Allah. It really yeah. is. Which is hectic, which is good for us, you know? Because even, like, for example, today's September 11. Mm-hmm. It's been 20 year anniversary. 9 11? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So, like, even now, like, a lot of things that happen in America, like, obviously, maybe, like, the word terrorist and stuff like that and the wars that happen, like, there's a lot more um, heat sometimes on the Muslims, but there's actually a lot of Muslims that converted because of 9-11. So many people actually came and became interested in Islam because they're like, Muhammad Ali is not a bad guy, you know? Sure. Or there's so many, like, my neighbor's not a bad guy. Why are they saying all Muslims are terrorists? Yeah, yeah. They study the deen and they become Muslim. There's yeah. so many stories, and I'm like, subhanAllah, you know? Even when you think you control the narrative, control the picture with the media, the fastest growing religion in the world, you know? Can't be stopped mm. to yeah. that degree. Yeah, 100%. That's why it's fascinating to think, like, if Malcolm X was, like, still alive. Like, was he only assassinated because those comments he made? Uh, you watch the docker, but I don't know. No, the, see, no one actually knows who's assassinated to this yeah. No, I'm not saying who assassinated him, like why he got assassinated. Was it only because of those comments he made about Elijah Muhammad? If he didn't say it, would he That's still the be thing. alive? It could be because of a million things. It oh, could okay. be because like some people say the FBI assassinated him. Yeah. Some people say uh, Elijah uh, Muhammad's so soldiers just, like assassinated him. Yeah. It's just been an inevitable thing. Some guy must have been like, uh, some guy could have been like, I love Elijah Muhammad. You can't disrespect him and kill him. Mm. It wasn't Elijah Muhammad's intention or anyone's. So we don't know. Yeah, to yeah. that to to that degree, it's like the old thing with um MK, MLK. Mm. But there's a lot of things like a lot of assassinations in the 60s, 70s. Like there's really no idea. Like even Kennedy's, you know, like you don't really know. Yeah, you will never Cubans know. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know even like Malcolm when he said <laughs> the chickens come home to roost. <laughs> Is it that <laughs> Malcolm <laughs> yeah. JFK? Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Because JFK is like known as like an amazing president, whatever, the man on the moon. He was that, you know? Yeah, during that time. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, chickens come home to roost. I'm like, what a <laughs> funny guy, man. Yeah, he had humor too. Well. Yeah. That was a funny thing. Yeah, even, you know, the story about Muhammad Ali when they said, you know, your kind is like, um, we don't serve your kind. That's, what he, that's the thing he said. He goes, awesome, because I don't eat them. <laughs> You get oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, we didn't yeah, serve yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when, I, when someone Did you said get that. It? No, I don't get it. Because they're like, you know, when you, how you serve food? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Because you can't <laughs> serve people. <Yeah. laughs> and then it's like, yeah, yalla, get out. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. 